Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Welcome back to 24 Hours in Rugby League, summing up all of the news from the weekend. A crazy weekend of footy on top of that as well. It was sensational. Really enjoyed the games over the weekend. I thought Super Saturday was unreal. I spoke about that yesterday. And I thought the Sunday afternoon games, they were great too. Uh, you know, a couple of high-scoring affairs, but uh, two good games of footy that I enjoyed personally. I know the West Tigers and the Bulldogs game wasn't probably the most high-quality game of football, uh, but a reasonably close affair. West Tigers winning that one by 12 points. Canterbury Bulldogs, they are starting to find something, but it just doesn't seem to be enough to get a job done anywhere. The second game, really interesting. Uh, you know, at a number of times, I thought the Titans were going to win this one by 40-odd points. The Cowboys, they came back in the back end, still lost by, you know, 22-odd points. But, uh, I mean, they bombed a number of tries and a number of opportunities in the back end as well. That game really could have been anything. So, good round of footy. Uh, good to see some of the Titans boys like AJ Brimson starting to play some good footy again. It's been a reasonably quiet year for AJ, but enjoying him starting to find his strides. Now, uh, other news in rugby league over the last 24, 48 hours or so, we're hearing that the Brisbane Broncos, uh, they're in the market to find a front rower. A couple of names have been thrown up. One is Ryan James from the Canberra Raiders. I really like Ryan James. I've always been a huge fan of him. A guy that probably has never got uh, the rep honours or anything like that that he probably deserved realistically. He has had a number of injuries. He's probably not the player he once was, but I think they could do much worse than to get Ryan James. He's obviously coming off an ACL injury, so what tends to happen with ACL injuries, especially in front rowers, is that season after they come back is a little bit sluggish and slower. The season after, you tend to see them back to their best. So hopefully we can see the very best out of Ryan James once again. If it's up at the Brisbane Broncos, I think that'll be a good signing for him. He's a, he's a real leader as well, so I think it'll be a good get for them. The other one they're throwing around is Dylan Narper. Now, I've got to say, I'm not as big a fan of Dylan Narper. He's not a guy that I would be targeting personally. Whilst we're on the Brisbane Broncos, of course, Tessie knew. We reported the other day that it looked 
it's more than likely the Brisbane Broncos would not have a spot for him in their 2022 squad. It looks like that has changed, and it looks like Tessie knew he will re-sign very soon. He's been electrifying at fullback over the last few weeks for the Brisbane Broncos. Looks to be a real star of the future. Unfortunately, uh, some negative press last week. Not negative press, but some negative events surrounding Tessie New with uh, some more racial abuse coming through on his social media profile, which is just disgraceful. We spoke about this on Friday afternoon. If you haven't had a listen to that podcast, go and have a listen to it. Got a lot of positive responses from that. Something I'm really passionate about, and I can't believe that we're still talking about in 2021, to be honest with you. Uh, down in the Melbourne Storm, another re-signing for next year. This is a big one. Felice Cafusi, very, very underrated in my opinion. I hold him in the highest regard. And I'll tell you what, this Melbourne Storm team, they're the red-hot favourites to win the Premiership this year. And I'll tell you right now, my prediction for the Premiers next year, it's going to be the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, this is the team that I'll be sticking with. The system they're building at the moment is unreal. They seriously could challenge the Parramatta Eels as... You know, they, they were obviously the last team to win three in a row. Sterling and Kenny, 80, 81, 82, I believe it was. I definitely think this team, they could go three in a row here. They're building a really, really nice system. It's going to be nice and slick. Nico Hines leaves, of course. Josh Adokar leaves. They've got a couple of new pieces in there. They will make it work. I have no doubt about it whatsoever. They'll be right up there with the top of the other teams as well. Felice Cafusi, that's a, nas- a massive one. Uh, Nace Finu, obviously, he's been uh, out of the game for a long time, waiting for his court day. We're hearing that the Manly Seagulls, they will approach the NRL once again to question what is doing here. Can we get some sort of an allowance because of COVID? Interesting to see what happens there. I don't think you'll see him back this year, potentially next year. Hopefully we get to see Finu back because he's too good not to be in our game. Scary what Manly would be if they had this kid. I mean, he is just so suited to the modern game. It's not even funny. So he would be unreal if he returns for the Manly Seagulls. Angus Crichton, it looks like he's going to be facing three weeks on the sideline. If he takes the early guilty play, it's going to be three weeks. If he challenges and loses four weeks, challenges and wins, he will receive no weeks. So especially for Supercoach owners in the second row, we're really short on trades, each and every one of us. Uh, Angus Crichton, just about everyone has him. So he's going to be a massive loss if he is out here. And whilst everyone will lose him, of course, it's going to leave a lot of people short. So a a lot of eyes will be on Angus Crichton over the next few days. Uh, very interesting. And I think you'll know, as I always say with the Roosters, you'll know over the next few days, if they're going to the judiciary, they must think they can get off it. If not, they're going to cop it on the chin. I still think that without Angus Crichton, they're definitely going to make the top eight, but they'll be pushing for that top four finish. So interesting to see how the Chooks handle this one. Josh Hannay over the Cronulla Sharks. They obviously lost their game on the weekend uh, to the New Zealand Warriors in a very disappointing fashion. There was a moment where they had a penalty where they could have taken the two. They decided tap it. Josh Hanna, he's come out and said that it was his decision. Now, I've seen a lot of people who have spread this online saying he's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'll tell you what, I'm not overly convinced whether it was Hanna's decision or not. I think he's just covering his players like every single good coach should do. So, interesting to see this one, if it is true or not. I don't think we'll ever know, but I don't think it was a great decision by the Cronulla Sharks, whoever did make this call. But in the heat of the moment, that sort of stuff, it can be tough. Dylan Brown from the Paramount Eels copped a heap of criticism recently, and it's sort of I don't know. I know he hasn't played his absolute best footy this year, but this guy is still young. He's got so much potential. I'm hearing a lot of Parramatta fans on their forums and messaging me saying he has to go. I'm telling you right now, you're going to regret letting this kid go. I think he's going to be an absolute superstar of the future, Dylan Brown. I hold him in really high regard. He's had a lot of injuries and whatnot in the first few years of his career. And I really don't think he's the guy to blame for what's going on at Parramatta, to be honest with you. He's a guy that I would definitely be happy to build a club around for the next few years. Jack Bird, uh, looks like he's going to stay in the fullback role for the St. George of the Warrior Dragons. Matt Dufty still not being selected. And we're hearing that he will not be selected this week. So 
a really, really interesting one there with Matt Dufty. Obviously going to another club, so... I mean, it doesn't not make sense, but um, I'm just not sure how if Jack Bird has got the miles under his legs to be playing fullback at the moment. Over in the Manly Seagulls, Dylan Walker, he has reportedly been offered a contract extension by the Manly Seagulls. He has not responded to it yet, so interesting to see whether Dylan Walker does take that. I would be leaning towards that he probably will. I'm not sure how many other clubs are going to be lining up to, one, take Dylan Walker, but two... I mean, if you're Dylan Walker, you've you've got a legitimate chance to win a premiership here. Yeah, he's a competitive little bastard. I, I know some of you aren't huge fans of him, but when I spoke to him, that was the number one thing that came across to me, just how competitive he is and how much he wants to win. And he legitimately could win a competition there at the Manly Seagulls. So a really interesting one there. Up at the Brisbane Broncos, Keenan Paliasia. This guy has been really impressive this year. I didn't I didn't know too much about him until this season started. Then I got to see a little bit of him. I'm really, really impressed with this guy. It looks like he's going to get a one-year extension with the Brisbane Broncos. Sort of been playing as a middle. I don't mind him out on the edge, to be honest with you. So interesting to see how his career unfolds. Hopefully the Broncos are able to hold on to this kid because I think he's got serious potential. We're hearing that Peter Sterling, this will be his last year in the commentary team with Channel 9. I'd love to see him go into coaching somewhere. Uh, I've seen a lot of people suggest he'll go to Parramatta. Personally, I think Sterling's a little bit too smart to go into coaching. Yeah, he's probably the smartest guy in every rugby league room that he walks into, but I think he's also smart enough to know that if he goes into coaching, especially at the Paramount Eels, he's essentially waiting around to get sacked, I think. So really interesting to see where Sterlow goes from here. I still think he's got a lot to offer in rugby league. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. League. I'd love to see him get his own podcast or have his own show once again. I think that would be unreal because I really do hold him in the highest regard. Peter Sterling, a champion of our game. Kane Evans, it looks like he's going to receive a two-week suspension and a couple of thousand dollars fine. Obviously, Will Chambers did some of his absolute best work on Kane Evans. Yes, the Warriors won the game. You know, tell me Kane Evans won that because of that. This was a Will Chambers whitewash. Uh, Kane Evans, he's got to be better than this. He's got to learn from this. I'm not sure what Will Chambers said, but you've got to be better than this when your team is trying to make the finals and it's hanging in the balance. You cannot afford to leave the field twice because a guy says something to upset you. You've just got to be better than that. That's all your news from the last 24 hours, guys. Stay tuned. Plenty more podcasts coming today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast.